Welcome to Sober Doc Coffee, a weekly coffee chat sharing experience, strength, and hope for anyone on the sober road to recovery. You can download Sober Doc Coffee weekly on all podcast platforms and check us out on Instagram at Sober Coffee Podcast and on Twitter at Sober Coffee Pod. To learn more about us and to help support these sessions, visit online at Sober Coffee. Here are your hosts, two guys on their own path to recovery, Mike and Glenn. Let's join them at the coffee shop. Monsieur H. Hey, man, why in the world do we pick these early, early AM sessions? Oh, because we love it. Because we used to be up. It used to be the tail end of the night. So I... All right, good point. Yeah, it wasn't foreign for me to schedule something at 7 in the morning. I figure I'd be right on the heels of a buzz. Really good point. And certainly want to uh, thank Brian, our podcast engineer, mechanic, yeah, he's, good he's stuff. a rock star. He keeps the coffee shop open. Now, I guess he's literally a rock star because he like literally plays the guitar and yeah, he's rock. Right? He's, he's, he's a he's rock a, star. Yeah, I go- <laughs> I googled it. I mean, he, it, awesome. it was Brian and then Eric Clapton. I I don't know. It just Jimi Hendrix. I, it kept going. I, I think Brian was in front of Hendrix. Yeah. Hey, since we're doing shout outs, how about a little shout out to our sponsors? Uh, those people that have uh, donated. Uh, price of a cup of coffee to uh, keep the podcast Dude, going. that's so cool. Yeah, that is so the cool. The coffee kitty. The coffee kitty. Yeah, the coffee <laughs> kitty's hungry. Uh, I know. Yeah, too. no, it's good stuff. We just, uh, all the money donated goes right back into production costs mm-hmm. and hosting costs, etc. It's nothing, as my dad reminded me, nothing, Michael, in life is free. No personal gain. No personal gain. Right. The only, only personal gain we get is uh, just the, the thought and effort of... Uh, Maybe helping somebody on the sober road to recovery. Absolutely. You know? That's it. It's primary, primary purpose, right? Step 12. So, Glenn, a couple of weeks ago, we talked, uh, we started talking about the promises, and you really got me going. I'm, I was hoping we could spend today just kind of maybe part two, if you will. Oh, uh, maybe yeah. deeper dive. Yeah, the son of the promises. <laughs> I, I don't know what the sequel would be called, but yeah, the sequel to the promises, and uh, yeah, deeper dive, maybe just kind of talk through them and and uh, because we do uh, frame our shows out with the message of experience, um, our personal journey, strength, what we've learned, the tools we've picked up and then hope. And so promises for me anyway, uh, certainly have a lot to do a lot to do with that strength and what we've learned in the program. but really today's about hope, right? I mean the, uh, the hope of, of the promises that things will get better if you do the right next right thing. Yeah, it's funny. And just to, you know, folks can go back and listen to that first one, which is kind of a high level, and this is a deeper dive. But, you know, it's it, it's funny when when I first recognized or, or heard the promises, you know, I, my immediate go-to was making a big list of all the stuff I wanted back. Sure. You know, stuff that I thought, well, not thought, but at the time, it was critically important for me. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and now it's, you know, and it's really eye-opening is I can go back and look at the promises and and absorb the promises and say, yes, they are coming true for me today. And it looks nothing like that original list. Right. And right. it really has very little to do with material things. Right. You know, it's all, you know, more more purpose and passion and, you know, being useful and serving others. Right. You know? And for me, when I first heard them, uh, I was in, in such a broken state that, that there was no... Nothing good was going on in my life, you know? I mean, it was just, I, I could find no brightness in a very dark existence. And and so 
I kind of heard them and I thought, really, 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 so that you, can happen you, to me. You, you questioned them, huh? I did. I you, sure you, did. Like, like that's way too, yeah, too fairy tale. Yeah, way too, way too huh? aggressive. I, you know, I mean, I'd be happy with just not peeing myself. You know what I mean, <laughs> dude? That's funny. So you uh, set the bar low, huh? I set the bar low, and uh, and it's as they say, it over delivered. So. Well, that's awesome. Well, let's yeah. let's dig in. I thought, you know, if, if you're cool with it, we'll just read each one and just kind of yeah. do some uh, some soul searching and some sharing. All right, sounds with each good. one sounds good. Okay, so kick us off. First one. Um, you know, it's funny because there's there's twelve of them. Right. Maybe there's twelve steps. Maybe there's twelve traditions. I you know I don't. Well, twelve is probably a good number, but um, you know when when we read them, you know to to me it looks like all one big paragraph. Right. right, but as we break them out here, there's actually twelve, and we're and we're going to separate them. So the first one is if we are painstaking about this phase of our development, we will be amazed before we are halfway through. Wow, love that right there, love that right there. I mean, painstaking. It doesn't. Mean, I don't love painstaking. Well, you know, I I, <laughs> I don't love didn't. Pain. I didn't either. But uh, but there's that old gym line and. For those that have seen a sketch of Mike on Sober Dot Coffee, you know, I'm no Jim Hog, but, uh, <laughs> you know, there, no pain, no gain, right? So it, you you do have to, in order to stretch yourself, you need to you need to experience a little bit of discomfort. And, uh, and the word they chose there, and words do matter, is, you know, if we are painstaking about this phase of our development. And, you know, the thing is, they're talking, the phase of the development they're talking about is working the steps. That's the phase of the development that, that they're referencing is, is, is that you have to be painstaking about is working the steps. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, totally. And, and, and only through, you know, having coffees with you, did I realize the phase of development were, were the steps, right? Cause when, when I first read this, you know, and, and, and again, I, I, I work when I work with my guys, I have them really analyze these 12 steps word by word. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, and you're right. Words matter. Right, but you know, first thing I, I saw the word painstaking, and, and to me, that's that's painful. I don't like pain. Mm-hmm. You know, I was, you, know um, you know, the phase of our development. I'm thinking, you know, well, I'm amazed before we're halfway through, and I'm I'm like, well, I thought we weren't ever finished. Mm-hmm. You know, the steps, and and we aren't. Right, it's more of a uh, it's a journey, not a destination. But as as you pointed out, yeah, it's twelve steps. You know, and I sit there and say. Before we're halfway through, that's four or five, right? Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and they, they're amazing steps. Mm-hmm. You know, they're all amazing. You know, um, but yeah, that's when when I started to notice. Three was when I really started to notice. Hey, something's going on here. Something's happening, right? Yeah, right. something's happening. I, I spent a lot of time on three. And again, my pessimism. You know, at the end of that sentence, it says we will be amazed. Amazed. I just circled the word amazed. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's like. Okay, you you you're making a big promise here. You better you better deliver because I'm vulnerable. I'm hungry for change. Um, you know, go ahead. I dare you. Amaze me. Yeah, and and I know you, and you know me, and we we both have high de- high definitions of the word amaze. I mean, right. we we have high bars. Mm-hmm. So if you use the word amaze, I'm expecting that's a, right a real wow factor. And right. and boy, it's true. Okay, next one. Um, you know. Focused on our 18-minute show. This thing could be two hours. I know, right? Uh, second one. Uh, we are going to know a new freedom and a new happiness. Mm. Freedom. 
I think we talked a little bit about that, didn't we, in the in uh, the early steps? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I have a freedom now. I joked when we started out about you know not peeing myself. I have a freedom uh, to actually use public bathrooms in a responsible way. Um, it's <laughs> a lot of people take that for granted. Uh, yeah. You know, I uh, I I do though, Glenn. I have such I, I've there's such a sense of freedom in me. I don't have to worry about where I've hidden the bottle. I don't have to worry about what I lied, what what lie I I said to cover up a previous lie, that covered up a previous lie. Uh, you know, there is there is a freedom for me now, and it wasn't easy at the beginning, but there's a freedom for me now uh, to live life uh, authentically. Yeah, you know, when we lose the word freedom, you know, and, and I'll stay away from that word happiness because <laughs> as we've talked, you know, sometimes I'm still trying to find that, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to define what what happy. You know, it, it goes back to those feelings, right? Mm-hmm. And, and and feelings can, can be a crazy thing. Um, but freedom, I, I understand that. Mm-hmm. And, and as you mentioned, you know, while you were drinking, and I mean, I, I just can't, the, the mental anguish that I went through over my drinking and you know it was hey okay I'll drink today I'll stop tomorrow I can't tell you how many times I, I can't even begin to count 500 800 times I, I thousand times I have no idea but the mental anguish of of, of the the gymnastics the mental gymnastics that it took to drink of when am I getting that next drink who am I gonna hide it from what lies do I have to tell who do I tell what lies to, you know? And, and it was just it was just crazy. Um, so yeah, I live life today a lot freer. Doesn't mean I don't have responsibilities. Sure. I mean, but just mentally, I know I'm playing from the right fairway. Um, I still have to deal with shanking the ball. My ball lands on the sprinkler head. You know, my I, I can still hit the ball out of bounds, but it's so freeing knowing. That I'm at least playing from the right fairway. Right. And I, I wouldn't mind tapping the word happiness for a second. And I know it's an emotion and you Bring can't trust your emotions, you know. But um, the, 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 everyone's well, got help, it. help me, help me define it. Well, I tell you what, look at my face. What am I doing? You're smiling. I'm smiling, you know. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. I, I have half a smile. Does that mean I'm, I'm getting to be happy? No, I've got twice the dentist you have. <laughs> that's, the, hey, that's the key. I spent a lot of money. I have to get for my this. dentist to, to sponsor the show too. Uh, I know, right? I spent a lot of money on these. I'm not sure what island he, he's on this off. week. But you know, uh, but, but I didn't smile before. I di- I didn't smile. There's a there's something inside me that hmm. wakes me up in the morning now that that my my face angles up and not down. There's something that happens. This inherent uh, feeling of of joy, and again. You know, I don't want to. This isn't rainbows and puppies and and unicorns. Um, you know, I I've experienced in my sobriety tragedy, real human tragedy, including up and including death. Uh, but there is a there is in fact a happiness. Uh, there's a happiness as as life unfolds in front of me that I it, it was non-existent since I was probably five to ten years old. Hmm. I just didn't look at life with with advantage of happiness. So, so, so to to play around with that word, um, I'm just th- I'm thinking out loud here. Um, yeah, I'm I'm drawing a blank. 
Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, ha- happiness and joy, you know, yes, I certainly smile. You know, mm-hmm. and, and hey, maybe, maybe I'm just getting hung up on, on the definition of it, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, I mean, I, I, certainly, I certainly understand good times and, mm-hmm. and can feel good times. Are you looking at the glass half full now? Oh, I think, oh, I, I had a brain cramp, but it, it, it just came back. Okay. So, you know, when, when, when you talk about the unicorns and rainbows, you know, there's times, and I, I'm definitely a cynic or a skeptic at times, and I'm like, you know, are they really that happy? You know, mm-hmm. and, and, and the reason why I say that is because me, for years, for my, probably my whole life, you ask me how I was doing, oh, man, I was doing great. Mm-hmm. I'm doing awesome. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. I'm a great week. Pounding it out. You know, and, and 99% of the time, it wasn't true. Mm-hmm. Right? So, you know, I, I, you know, I kind of... So you got some history with, you got a relationship I, with the word happiness. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I don't know, man. I'm just getting hung up on it. It's silly. Oh. All right. What's the next promise? Hey, but as we go through these, I also want to point out, they use the word we a lot. They do. How many times? Well, let me ask you this. Everyone. How many, how many times do they use the word I? I can't see it. All right. <laughs> I can't find it. All right. Number three. Yes. Uh, we, we will not regret the past nor wish to shut the door on it. We will com- comprehend the word serenity and we will know peace. Wait, did you just do two? Uh, no, three. Okay. Three so, and three and one. Not regret the past, nor wish to shut the door on it. Wow. Yeah, you know it's funny as I, I mean I hated my past. You know, I mean I, I shouldn't say that. There, there's parts of my past that are amazing, uh, and 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 there's parts of my past that are so painful that you know it's like it's like shit stains. I don't want to show people my shit stains. I, I just don't. I mean that's silly. You know who wants to do that? Mm-hmm. Um. So I just wanted to shut that door and never look at it again. I thought this was some brain control, mind control program, and let's just shut the door and move on. Right. You know? But man, that is not what this is about. No, it's not at all. You know, there's a um, <clears throat> when I go to when I go attend twelve step meetings. Uh, you know, I I purposely walk into that room uh, embracing my past. I want to bring myself back to the point of pain that I was at before change started happening in my life. That's my first objective is to, is to focus on the pain, to not, re, to not forget the past, uh, but also not regret it. There's a, um, there's a band, We Are Messengers, and they have a song, and uh, the first set of lyrics that go out is, if I, if, if I didn't know what it was like to be broken, I wouldn't know what it feels like to be whole. You know, if I don't have a basis of, if I don't have a basis of comparison, I don't, I don't know about that freedom and happiness that was talked about in, in the first promise, you know? Yeah, and, that, and, and that, that reminds me of, you know, a guy I was working with recently. Um, you know, we, we were talking about kind of assets, right? And, and when we were talking about it, I was first thinking of, you know, physical assets. Mm-hmm. You know? And um, I don't have many um, today, and I don't need them. Um, my life doesn't rely on assets today. But, you know, in, in my mind, you know, I was thinking of the word, you know, peace, and mm-hmm. which is outlined here, you know, in this promise. You know, he stopped me. He goes, you know, he goes, I think your greatest asset is your story. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, wow, talk about not shutting sure. the door because sure. if you want to use your assets, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, if, if my story's my asset, you know, I can't shut the door on it. 
Right. You know, I have to live with that. Right. But but part of that is, um, you know how how I shape it. You know, the experience part of mm-hmm. the strength and you know. So I so I think if if I just tell the story, the experience part without anything else, you know, then it's a junkalog. You know, sure, it's just right. another junkalog. Right. You know? That's not the intent, but you know, just to pile on there for a second. You know, we're two guys sitting here having a cup of coffee and. And we've at got, six a.m. at six <laughs> six something, uh, and I heard I just heard a rooster. I think they I, I think now they're waking up. I know totally. Um, but you know we sit here and uh, we have similar story, right? And that we're both recovering alcoholics, mm-hmm. right? But yet we have so many differences in how our journey played out to get to where we are. I am so grateful that I can be in a room with you where people could listen. You know my story. Uh, is just inherently different than yours. You know, you have a story of overcoming uh, and and relapses uh, and and persevering through it to a point of your recovery now that has some longevity. You know, that is such a message of hope for the guy, gal, who hasn't been able, who hasn't hopped on the horse and stayed on the horse, you know, one time. It's just, it's so important to have in the in the community of alcoholics to have that resource to tap into. Yeah, you know, it's as as new folks come in the room, right, and their first couple of meetings, they're, they're trying to identify out, right? Mm-hmm. They, mm-hmm. they look at Mike, they're like, well, Mike doesn't have it as bad as I did. Sure. He, he won't understand me mm-hmm. or, or, you know, Mike still has his car. I'm not able to drive. I don't have right. a car. You know, so that's what sure. kind of what new folks are are thinking coming in <clears throat> and and they all want to be either the best or the worst mm-hmm. you know and I certainly so you know when folks come in and you know one one of the things they're like yeah but you know I've been you know I've been in detox two times you know Glenn you don't know what that's like uh, <laughs> and I'm like well you know I I stopped counting at 75 so you know it, it's it's and, and and you don't have to have the story of devastation oh. you know you know, as as you know, we've been talking about inside the rooms. You know, bottoms are an inside job, not 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 necessarily sure. an outside job, right? right? Um, but and I was I was sitting in a meeting with my sponsor one time, and and the highest that I, um, they I was in the hospital, cracked my head open, and they drew my blood, and I was a four six. So you know, I was I have never heard that number before. You're supposed to be dead. And I, frankly, I was almost dead. Um, and my 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 sponsor knows that hey, I like either being the best or the worst. Sure. Right. Well, yeah. So we were sitting. I mean, yeah. this guy comes in. He said he had a four seven, and my sponsor looked right at me. He shook his head. He's like, "You are not beating you are that. Not, you're not going to be let that one go. You are not beating that one. Let that one go. Yeah. So so the uh, second uh, part of this, comprehend the word serenity, and we will know peace. And man, that that to me that shoots right back to the serenity prayer. Oh, you know, I you, I'm I'm tracking along with you. It, it does. I um, you know, it's funny. The first uh, the first meeting I chaired, twelve uh, step meeting that I chaired, uh, I was so nervous, Glenn. And uh, it's not funny. Yes, I mean, it's I was so, so simple. Nervous. And there was like oh, yeah. five guys in the room, right? And they're all just alcoholics, <laughs> oh, right? That's great. And so I said, okay, quiet time, followed by the serenity prayer. So I closed my eyes, went into serenity prayer, or went into quiet time, 
And I thought, okay, it's been eight seconds. I'm I'm on un, I'm uneasy. I'm uncomfortable. So I went to save the tourniquet. I forgot how it started. <laughs> so I sat there for another eighteen seconds trying to grasp for the first word, which is God. You know. Yeah. But anyway, it was hysterical. Uh, I think they thought I was being deep in my quiet time. I just couldn't <laughs> remember great. how the tourniquet started. But you know, joking aside and experience aside. Serenity prayer means so much. I mean, it is just we we should, we could do a whole coffee on that, right? I mean, it's just so. It, I think we should. Yeah, you know, it's just such a beautiful prayer. It, I use it. I use it in times of challenge, uh, often, and uh, and so to reuse that word, right? Serenity. That that is something that is attained through. Uh, through using the tools of, of the program. Yeah, and then that word peace. And there it goes. That is something that I can define. Okay. Um, I'm still working on happiness, but mm-hmm. but I have peace nailed. Um, and and the way I define peace is a moment in time mm-hmm. or a snippet of time where everything in this world just seems right, just seems okay. Right. You know, not super bumblebee fantastic, as my daughter used to say. You know, but hey, it's just it's just lining up. Right. You know, it's like sitting in the middle of fairway and the beautiful day and everything's going your way and and and, and frankly, it doesn't all have to be going my way. I can have a moment of peace and I'm right in the middle of a big shit storm. That's the Trump. And and I, I'm amazed. You know, going back to that one, I'm amazed at, and and I'm like, you know what? This used to, this crap used to send me sideways and here now my, I use the word snippet because it's five minutes, it's three minutes, it's eight minutes. I don't go a week of being in my peace zone. Mm-hmm. I just don't. Um, progress, not perfection, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, Glenn, before we go on to the next premise. How do you define peace? Well, no, I, want, I got a question for you. Yeah. Oh, because, no. because the other day I was feeling peaceful in the morning mm-hmm. and then things transpired throughout my day. And trust me, I was not feel, feeling peace. I was not feeling contentment i was not feeling anything mm-hmm. like that uh i guess my and 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 so what i did i, I called you on the way home yeah. and and i said i am not feeling it and you said that's okay you're not going to feel it every day every day you're not at the top of the ferris wheel but i guess my question to you is for for those for those that are joining us for coffee this morning and they're not feeling it right now is there some proactive things they can do to get to attain this promise is it, what what would your recommendation be to them to attain to to alter something to attain this promise? So great question. So I so I think the first thing is um, live right. Okay. You know if if you're really focused on doing the next right thing, um, you know sometimes the best offense is is a good defense right so if you're living and focused on doing the next right thing you're not piling on a bunch of new crap okay so when i was drinking i mean i piled on so much new crap because of my drinking because of how i was living mm-hmm. um you know i i was it, it was an endless cycle mm-hmm. you know and, and then i didn't like all that new crap so i drink more to escape from that crap so Working the steps of this program, you know, having the you know experience, strength, and hope, and you know, walking the on on the sober path to recovery, mm-hmm. you learn to live life differently. Mm-hmm. And and for me, that that meant stop piling a bunch of crap on. Okay, you know, 
new crap on that I can control. Right. Because that's a majority of the problems and issues in my life are are stuff that I can control, and yet I piled it on myself. Mm-hmm. So that's first thing. Second thing is, you know, I'm just very aware. I'm very aware. I, I use the first one when I laugh about it, but man, I use that every day. I'm just aware of where I'm at on on the first wheel, and and I know factually if I keep doing the next right thing, that first wheel moves. Mm-hmm. You know, and when I'm on the bottom and I'm seeing those people and they're like, "Get off!" and I'm looking at the trash down the bottom and somebody threw up, and you know, I don't like that. Nobody does. But what I know is if I keep doing this, I have enough proof at this point, if I keep doing this, I will get through that. I will suffer better. And, you know, I have a big, sexy first wheel car because there's people in the car with me, you know, and I have tools. And, you know, we we should spend a session, you know, talking about tools, you know, but I have tools in my toolbox to get me out of that, Mm -hmm. you know, to get me through that zone. Um, And I've been in some crazy zones lately. Just crazy zones. And I'm like, you know, for the last couple of weeks, you know, I've been going back into my past, not from a benefit of a story, mm-hmm. but because, um, you know, I, I go back to my should have, I should have, I wish I had, boy, you know, I, I go in that, you know, remorse and regret and, and then I start feeling shame and guilt, you know, and, and that used to bury me. But now I have tools, and it's through working this program. So I'm okay. not sure if I answered. Your, yeah, you did. I think what I think what I heard. I think what I heard you say is uh, number one: uh, act rightly. Uh, act rightly because you'll at least at the very least you can have hope that the situation isn't going to get worse. Then the second thing I heard you say was uh, use the tools of the program that you pick up along the way. You know, and if you practice them, they should be pretty. If, if you're living them every day, they should be pretty omnipresent in your head. You can tap into those. And then the last thing I think I heard you say was perspective. Uh, that, that uh, you know, it's how you look at things. Don't don't let the head trash, as you like to say, uh, muddy the reality of the situation. All right, thanks. What's the next premise? All right, next one. Number four, no matter how far down the scale we have gone, Yes, Boy. we can see. We can see. Well, that's all. It's, that's all it says. <laughs> we can see how our experience can benefit benefit others. Yeah, that's actually they actually grouped that into number five. Oh, okay, gotcha. So, okay. no, no matter how far down the scale we have gone. Okay. Um, you know, and when when I hear that, the first thing I think of is bottom, right? Mm-hmm. You know, because we all like to talk about bottoms, and and everybody's got a different bottom. You know, sometimes people think, well, you lost your car, you got a DUI, you're in jail, you lost your, you know, family, et cetera. Boy, you really hit bottom. Mm-hmm. But but sometimes bottom's an inside job. There, there's people I know that, that still have everything sure. materially, but mm-hmm. they are an absolute zero bottom on the inside. You know what the best definition of a bottom I that I embrace, that I heard and I embrace? It's when you quit digging. Yeah. It's when you decide to quit digging on, on my... Fate, fateful day, you know, I was tired of digging. I, I just couldn't dig deeper anymore. I laid the shovel down and said, Uncle. Sick and tired of being sick and tired. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, I mean, I, you know, bottom's an inside job. Um, you know, and, you know, I, I I go to a lot of meetings and people say, Oh, I've, you know, there, there's a newcomer that, that comes in and they got, you know, four days and like, man, I'm here because I really hit my bottom. And I just look at my own story and I'm like, 
Man, I said that a hundred times. I just kept on digging. Right. There's plenty of room to dig. You sure. know, when the shovel breaks, just get another shovel just and get keep digging. Shovel. Right. It can get a lot worse. You know, and we all talk about the yets, you know. Yes. Yes. Um, so the next one is number five. We will see how our experience can benefit others. Ah, uh, there we go. I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back. That's twelve. You know, twelve step help helping others. Absolutely, and and that's where that's where I find um, purpose. I find this promise. Uh, I didn't know it at the time when I first when I first read it, but uh, when it was first introduced to me again, my expectations were: How are you going to deliver on something like that? How can you take the life that I had and make it advantageous for somebody else? And now. It's it's my purpose because I know, I know that there is a path to recovery, and boy, for decades I was desperately trying to find a path to recovery, and now I have it, and I want to go on the tallest mountaintop and tell people about it because it's the in fact the better way to live. Yeah, I love how you, I love how you, how you put that, and you know it's just so much of of how we live today is is not words. It's actions, right? You know, and um, you know, as as you go through and your passion and and the things that I see you do for newcomers, right? Sharing experience, strength, and hope. Sharing your story with newcomers. Um, I mean, it's amazing to see the crap that we went through. Sure. You know, the crap that you went through, and and I and I see how it benefits others, and I'm just I'm. Right. I go back to that first word, amazed. Yeah, I know. I'm just amazed right. how an absolute shit show story can really benefit somebody else. That's right. <clears throat> and while you're sharing and benefiting them, you're being benefited. Uh, I'm being benefited. Oh, absolutely. Right? It's cathartic. And, you know, I, the more I tell myself, hey, there's hope for you, the more I believe there's hope for me. Amen, man. Good stuff. Next promise. Number six, that feeling of uselessness and self-pity will disappear. <laughs> uh, that, that one cracks me up. I didn't think that one was attainable uh, at all. Uh, I have felt both of those words. Oh, and, and what a pit in the not stomach. Not lately. No, not lately, but what a, what a dig to the stomach. What a, what a, a, a dig to, to, you know, it, it, it squashed any bounce that could possibly be in my step. Well, you know, I so many times in my life I was useful to people, right? I was a strategy guy, I was a solution guy. You need a solution, you got a problem called Glenn, Glenn comes in and fixes it. And then you get to the point where where nobody wants to talk to you because you're so useless. And and I'm specifically talking about my my uh, referring to my daughters. You know, they're like, "Dad, we we want nothing to do with you." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm so valuable. Yeah, right. <laughs> In my own mind. Right. Here's a check. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, and uh, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I personally was useless for a while. And then when, when, when the checks dried up, then I was totally useless. Right. Right. I was useful. Uh, July 6th. You know what that uh, day is? I can't wait to hear. Okay. It was, it was the liquor store's uh, owner's birthday. I, <laughs> <laughs> I know that. I, I can't tell you when my niece's birthday is, but I can tell that you July 6th was stuff, my, Yeah, right. And uh, self-pity. Yep, self-pity. Man, that was that was fuel for my alcoholic cycle. Mm-hmm. You know, I felt so sorry for myself, the shame, remorse, guilt, self-pity, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I, I hated those feelings. Mm-hmm. So then I just drink, you know, and, and for, hey, 
for a week, for a day, for a year, I would be drunk and wouldn't have to feel all that stuff. But the irony is you still, for me, I still felt it. Mm-hmm. I still felt it. It was actually magnified. And the more I tried to run away from it, the more the more it encompassed me. And uh, so, yeah, but those feelings, the promise says, will leave us. Is that what it says? We'll disappear. We'll disappear. And, uh, you know, I can't say that I've attained that. I could say that occasionally, uh, yeah, yeah, I could say that occasionally I'll feel a little self-pity. But as you said the other day, or the other day, a couple of minutes ago, it feels like we've been talking about the premises totally. for days. Uh, you know, what you said to, was that sometimes you, you, you still get there. You just have to remind, you have to be conscious of where you're at mentally. And if I do start feeling self-pity, which I do, oh, woe be me, you know, I didn't catch the green light, I didn't get the contract at work, I didn't do this, I didn't do that. Uh, the reality the reality comes into play that, you know, I'm right kind of where I need to be, and I'm moving in the right direction. Yeah, but isn't doesn't that feeling of self-pity, yes, I mean, that, that's why it's progress, not perfection, but isn't it shorter Oh yeah, you, know, you, you don't wallow in it no. for hours, days, weeks, months. No, it was my years. It was my constant decades. companion. Yeah, decades. <laughs> it was my constant companion. Yep. Nice man. It okay. will disappear. All right, next yeah. one. Uh, number seven. We will lose interest in selfish things <laughs> and gain interest in our fellows. That that was a big one for me. Um, totally. You know, uh, <laughs> I'm not even going to go into the selfishness part of it, but but gain interest in. Our fellows, first of all, welcome to 1934 language. Um, know, totally. Hello, fellow. Hello. Hello, fellow. <laughs> How are you? Um, but, you know. Uh, Words matter, though. I am I am so driven. <clears throat> I am so driven by the progress toward recovery of somebody I see struggling. I, you know, my interest in their progress supersedes mine. And, and I think we've talked about it before. You know, if I just get out of the way and if it's not about me and it's about helping somebody else, you know, you tapped into it. It 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 helps me, but that's not ever my intent. My intent is to help the next struggling alcoholic, but boy, it ends up helping me, uh, you know, exponentially. Yeah, I going through these steps, I realized how self-absorbed I was the majority of my life. Is it mo- aren't most people? <clears throat> yeah, and, but man, or I, is it just my? Was it just my justification that I was just like most people in my selfish actions? So I was desires? so focused on myself, I never measured what other people were doing. <laughs> wow, uh, so that's a forty. That's a yeah. four point seven right there. I know. I, hey, you know what? And uh, but but today, and and I, I mean, I can roll off a number of specific examples. Um, you know where, you know, and I use the word love. Um, and, and my definition of love is when I care about you and your well-being mm-hmm. more than my own. Gotcha. So with that definition, I also look at the, the, the selfish, my, my, my selfishness and how I gain interest in others. I mean, there's people that were around me where I'm like, you know, it doesn't matter what I want. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't matter. I'm going to plow into you. I'm going to invest into you and you know, emotionally or with time or, you know, I have a project, you know, coming up tomorrow, you know, it was supposed to be, you know, about a 45 minute project. Mm-hmm. 
And now it turned into a 10-hour, you know, this, this friend of my, my wife's need, needs a, a deck railing fixed, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It was wobbly. Mm-hmm. 45 minutes, you know, no-brainer, bring my little tool bag over. Now it's turned into a 10-hour deck rebuild. Right. And, and with kitchen remodel thrown in, it That's sounds next like next weekend. Me. Yeah, right. So, you know, and, and, and hey, you know, I don't, I'm absolutely, you know, you know, instead of saying, oh, man, I can't believe, you know, I'm actually absorbing it. I pulled a guy in who, who was an expert, you know, and that kind of thing. And I'm looking at it. Hey, I'm able to serve somebody. I'm making zero money out of it. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, it's just, and, and, and the benefits I get out of it, because now I get to work with an expert and I get to learn more mm-hmm. about woodworking mm-hmm. and decks and stuff. And because I'm sure my uh, daughters will need one at some point in life. Right. So, you know, it, I benefit. Right. From giving up that that, that ten hours, you awesome, know, and, awesome, so cool. awesome. All yeah, right. we're uh, spending way too long. Okay, next one, next one. Eight. Self-seeking will slip away. So it kind of, kind of ties into it's the one tail. before. Sure, you know, dovetail. I love that. That's a woodworking term, right? Yeah, dovetail. <laughs> uh, self-seeking will slip away. Okay, next one. Uh, nine. Our whole attitude and outlook upon life will change. Yeah, I'll give. I'll give. Uh, I'll give us. Five, you're limited to five minutes. All right. No, I'll, no, I'll give a straight up uh, exclamation mark to that one. I mean, it, it, my whole attitude and outlook has changed. The the change in my life is has been just beyond the ability to get my arms around. I never expected my outlook on life to be one of both long term. You know, it's funny. I'll try and get a thought out here constructively. The program teaches you to live one day at a time. And that's what it teaches you when you come in. Live one day at a time, one day at a time. Well, you know, you still have to plan for the future. I need to make plans for next week. I've got travel plans for the end of July. Uh, and and I've got plans that I want to make over the holidays. So there, you have to live outside that 24-hour frame. I mean, that's just the way the world works. And so talking about Outlook, for me... It was so challenging to have an outlook that made any kind of sense because it was always about, well, how am I going to integrate the bottle in that? How am I going to be able to support my habit through looking at life? But now all, with that all off the table, uh, I'm able to say what what, and how and can I have the best possible experience and how can I best prepare for it without over-preparing for it, if that makes any sense in the world, so... Yeah, change and change is uh, change is not a popular word. No, you know, I was um, I was a change agent at one point in my career for a major bank, and people didn't like me. I mean, I was like the worst worst liked person in the company because when the people saw me coming, it was a new strategy. It was change. It was you know, people aren't comfortable with mm-hmm. with, with change, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but this is positive change. Right. This is turning from, you know, that the absolute, you know, mental and physical crap show, you know, to um you know, to all the things that that we're talking about here. Right. And I would say that none of the change none of the change that has happened in my life since I became sober uh is is negative. I mean, no, nothing is happening worse to me. Again, I'm not I'm uh, by my action. Nothing is happening worse to me than than it did before before I became so- sober. 
Does that make sense? I'm- yeah, you you actually have me paused because I I I really align with that. Right. I mean, I you know, there's the typical things. You know, I'm I'm I don't have court dates. Okay, I don't have. Um, you know, bags of bottles laying around my house. I got to figure out how to dispose of. I mean, all those things. But I'm talking about, I'm talking about the 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 real day to day life stuff. I don't have the stress and the baggage. Um, my outlook has improved because my conditions have improved. Yeah, that's great. Love that one. Next one, ten. Fear of people and of economic insecurity will leave us. <laughs> yeah. So it's funny, you know, I you know I talk to people in the room, and and and, and they're like, "Hey, you know what? Um, yeah, you know, the, the promises say that, you know, that all my financial problems will go away." And I'm like, "Wait a minute!" I said, "Let's pull out the promises because that's not what it says." Now, a lot of times, as a byproduct, I mean, I have less financial problems today than I had. You know, the, the year I took off mm-hmm. to drink, mm-hmm. you know, um, my, my financial problems are, are, are less when I'm not paying hospitals for detox, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, when I'm able to, you know, gainfully work. Mm-hmm. You know? So, so yeah, they, they have improved and they usually do improve, but that's not what the step says. It says fear of mm-hmm. economic insecurity mm-hmm. or fear of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think that is... Uh uh, that that is often missed uh, because you're right. Economic problems, you know, for me, it man, it was me mismanaging my economic expectations. Mm-hmm. I was going to conquer the world. I was going to put money into retirement. I was going to do yep. this. I was going to do that. And then when it didn't happen, uh, you know, I had I had fear because my plan wasn't working. Um, I will say, with a hundred percent honesty, that. That fear has left me. Um, going back to the to the word serenity, I have and peace. I have serenity and peace that if I do the right things today, my retirement account, as an example, will be taken care of tomorrow. I can't, you know, they say you can't have nine babies in a month. I can't, I can't take my retirement and and create it uh, without me doing just the work of a daily, you know, honest day's wage, honest day's pay. Yeah, you know, economic insecurity, you know, one one thing that I'm feeling in real time now um, is, you know, I go on that thing called Facebook and I'm seeing people that I worked with, um, that I came up the corporate ladder with and and they're retiring. Mm-hmm. And um and I am nowhere near retirement, mm-hmm. right? And and I'm talking to people, and you know, we're, we talk investments and what. And um, and they're like, yeah, I got uh, two million dollars, you know, my four hundred one k, and and I'm like, oh, that's pretty good, you know. And and I sit there and think because in, in one of my rehabs, you know, we we did a calculator one time, and I added it up, and I stopped counting at three million bucks, you know, of of, of what I lost because of my alcoholism, you know, and um. You know, I am nowhere near ready to retire today. In fact, I, I will probably never retire. I am very grateful that I embrace and love and have passion for work, you know, and I have a career that I can do from anywhere and uh, I can work part-time if I want, and, you know, but I don't see retirement, you know, and 
in my near future or ever future mm -hmm. because of my alcoholism. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I don't fear that today, mm -hmm. you know. Um, I have a game plan. I've been blessed with talents. I'm going to use those talents. And that used to grind me. You know, I'm like, uh, you know, because that goes into the remorse and shame and guilt. I can't believe I did all that. I can't believe I wasted all that money, you know, et cetera. And, and same, same with people. I mean, I can remember in 2011, I don't think I picked up my phone for an entire year. Sure. I, 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 I hated people. I was too ashamed. Yeah. You know, and, and now I'm back to, you know, 7,000 minutes a month on my, you know, Zoom and cell phone and I text 400 times a day. And You redefine connected. Oh, yeah. Right. You know, but... But, it, but it's working. And, and that wasn't a light switch. Sure. That really took, you know, it, it was those situations where you chaired that meeting and, and you were scared to death. Sure. I've been the same thing. I mean, I've spoken in front of 500 people right. without even breaking a sweat mm -hmm. off the cuff. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for 40 minutes, no issues. Mm -hmm. And yet I go to chair that... That meeting with seven people, you know, and, and I'm peeing my pants. Yeah, right. You know, but but so so that has gone. Right. You know, um, but part of that is just knowing, hey, I'm getting up, I'm doing the best job that That's I can right. do, and it keeps and, going and, back yeah. to that. Yeah, good stuff, good stuff. Right. Next premise, next one. Just forty or fifty minutes yet, or, or okay, or eighteen times three. Yeah, there you go. Uh, number eleven. We will intuitively know how to handle situations which used to baffle us. Yeah, I think that one grew uh, over time. It's still growing over time. I'll say that that I'm, I, you know, I don't intuitively know how to handle every situation, but it is amazing how many situations I've come through uh, that haven't stopped me dead in my tracks, which would have happened before in my drinking days. I would have stopped dead in my tracks and recoiled. Now I move forward. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, we live differently, right? I mean, that's I have tools today. And, and that's why intuitively, you know, it, it was very conscious for me for a long period of time. I mean, it was very, change for me is of, of this magnitude. Mm -hmm. you, know, you know, if I change coffees, you know, it takes me a couple of weeks to get used to it, right? Mm -hmm. But to, to go from a right-hander to a left-hander, for me, that is a long process mm -hmm. because it's in my inner brain the way I look at it. Mm -hmm. um, so the word intuitively, that means I just act rightly. Yes. Right, without right. having to think about it, without having to call my sponsor and say, "Hey, what should I do here?" Right. My sponsor gets fewer calls today, right, because right. of the word intuitively. Plus, he golfs much more. That's that's why he gets fewer <laughs> Dude, calls. He is, gets a lot. He gets is, a lot more. He gets a lot is, more voicemails. That is so hilarious. That is so true. Uh, um, you know, it's which uh, state is he in? Which, which state is he golfing in now? That's right. right. All right, take us home. What's right, the 12? 12, 12, 12, 12, Right. Uh, we will suddenly realize that God is doing for us what we could not do for ourselves. Well, isn't that step two? So, ironically, it brings you right back. It's the ninth, ninth step promises, which brings you right back to step two. We can't. He can. Let him. You know, it. it's amazing. Yeah, and so for me, I... I watch the word suddenly because nothing really happens suddenly for me in this program. It's, you know, slowly. But there was a point, you know, I think the, the point in time that really realized for me is when I went through the list of promises and, and they're coming true, mm -hmm. but it looked nothing like that original list. Mm -hmm. And at that point in time, I suddenly realized that... God, the, the only thing I can attribute that to is that God is running my life today. Right. God is in the pilot seat 
today. Um, and, and I running, flying the plane myself could never attribute the results I'm getting today. Right. The only thing I can attribute it to is that God is flying the plane. I love it. So, you know, like maybe that was a suddenly realized, but no, that's fantastic. Yep. Absolutely. All right. So, 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 so that's 12. So, so let's bring it home with this, with this last paragraph. Yeah. The last paragraph is this, really powerful. Yeah. This, and look, let, let's face this it. This is the price of admission. I, I think that people have found out by this, at this juncture that this was supposed to be one coffee. We ended up sitting in here for more than one coffee. Mm -hmm. We broke it up into sections. I hope everyone has a chance to, you know, if you haven't heard all the sessions on the promises, go back. Uh, but go ahead, Glenn. Yeah, so are these extravagant promises? <laughs> we think not. We think not. They are being fulfilled among us, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. They will always materialize if, if we work for them. Work, work, work. That's from uh, page 83, 84 of the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. Again, go back and listen to the sessions for, for those that, uh, this has been a great coffee for me, and I hope everybody you know can embrace the promises. Love the promises, man. Yeah, they did come I through. I love living them. They do come true every day for me, for Glenn, and we hope they come true for you. Love it, man. All right, man. We'll, we'll see you next week. Time for another cup of coffee. All right, thanks, Thanks, Mikey. Man. All right, bye. See you, brother. Thanks for joining us for today's Coffee Chat. To contact the show, email us at podcast at sober.coffee. If you need immediate help, the AA hotline is 800-839-1686. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800-273-8255. Remember, Mike and Glenn are sharing their own journey on the path to recovery. Any suggestions, medical or otherwise, are their own experiences and should not be viewed as professional advice. See you next week, and remember, there is a solution. 